Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. All right, all right. Well, uh, first new episode in a while. Uh, Well, I guess technically some of those episodes the last two weeks could have been new to you. But actually, if you remember, it was a video, one of my very first videos that I did uh, on YouTube. And so I hope you enjoyed that. I know I sure did because I was on vacation. (laughs) So anyway, we're back with new content today. And today's a little bit of a grab bag episode, trying to think of of what to talk about. And just a couple things that I think are worth mentioning. Um, And it's the main thrust of this is something that I was wrong about. And I wanted to just admit uh, that wrong doing to to all of you. Uh, And and we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But before we do, I wanted to, to talk about... Uh, something kind of funny before we get into that, um, just to set the mood the right way. <laughs> so, so you're ready to forgive the wrong that I've done. Anyway, um, have you ever seen the movie The Lion King? Yeah, The Lion King, the Disney movie, not the new one with the the, anim- the the computer animation. That one looks creepy. That one definitely looks creepy. I'm talking about the original cartoon, the fun cartoon with fun graphics and just a, it's a great movie. It's a great movie if you haven't seen it go ahead and give it a watch. It's really good. My kids are actually into it right now, and they're, they've been singing the songs and stuff like that. And I noticed that in the Lion King song, Be Prepared, which is a song that the that the villain sings in, in the movie. If you remember, the villain is um, the king's brother, and he's jealous of the king because he's not the king. And so he plans... A, a coup essentially with the hyenas basically he gets the hyenas together and they say look we're going to kill the king we're going to kill the son too and then i will be king and he sings a song about it it's a really good song i always love the songs that the villains sing in uh, in disney movies my kids like it too it's called be prepared and one of the lines in be prepared is so interesting it's so it's it's just like it makes me think of social justice warriors it really does and i thought yeah i would share it with you so one of the One of the things he's so he's singing to the hyenas, right? He's singing in the elephant graveyard. He's singing with the hyenas, and he says this. One of the hyenas says, "Where do we feature?" And Scar says, "Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues." And then he says this: "An injustice deliciously squared. Be prepared." You see, Scar looks at the fact that he is not in charge as an injustice and he's due like like he's being the king is his due and the fact that he's not the king is an injustice because there's a power differential between him and Mufasa and so that's an injustice that power differential is an injustice there is no indication that Mufasa has usurped authority inappropriately there's no indication that he did anything wrong but to scar you see he's because he's not in charge that's an injustice and this is Critical theory. Scar was a critical theorist. <laughs> Scar is a social justice warrior. My goodness. Anyway, thought you might like that. Let's jump into why I was wrong and what I'm apologizing for today. So, so, so this is, um, you know, look, uh, when I got back from vacation, the first video I did, I commented on Donald Trump's retweet of somebody saying that, you know, I guess is- Israelis and Israel look at Trump as the second coming of God. And I kind of made light of that. And I said, hey, look, you know, he's not a Christian, which which I, I still stand by that commentary. He's not a Christian. So you can't expect Trump to act 
like a Christian. And I even cited uh, Romans 14, I'm sorry, not Romans 14, Acts 14, when Paul and Barnabas start doing miracles in, uh, in Lystra, and the people think that because they're doing these amazing miracles, that they're gods, like the gods have come down to them, and so they start worshiping them. They start saying, I think it says the priest of Zeus starts like doing sacrifices and stuff for them. And, you know, Paul and Barnabas, they're Christians. And they're like, no, guys, no, no, we are people just like you do not worship us. And I said, look, you can't expect Trump to do that because he's not a Christian. And I stand by that. I definitely stand by that. Trump, you know, I don't, don't think he's a regenerate Christian. He, he, he has claimed Christianity before, but there's no signs that he's a regenerate Christian. But, but, but so I made light of that. And I said, like, look, what do you expect? I mean, he's, he's an egomaniac, right? He's going to accept that kind of thing. And if somebody were to say something like that to me, I would have a similar reaction to Trump. I'd say, hey, look, thanks for the kind words. But I would add, but I'm not anything like God. <laughs> So let's 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 disavow yourself of that. Um, but I kind of made light of it, and I was kind of joking about it. And one of my favorite commenters on YouTube, one of my favorite commenters, said, "Hey, you know, Adam, I like you, and I like your channel, and I always comment, you know, but you should reconsider making this a joke because because what Trump said, you know, is pretty blasphemous, or maybe not what he said, but but what he uh, but he what he retweeted approvingly is, is pretty blasphemous, and so you shouldn't joke about that. Now, let me say this: so so I actually think um, that I was wrong. I should not have made light of this. Now, again, I stand by my commentary. You can't expect an unbeliever to act like a believer. I get that, but that doesn't make what he's done any less serious. Now, I'll also say this: what's interesting about this is. I, I quoted from Acts 14 about Paul and Barnabas rejecting their worship and saying, hey, look, guys, you know, we're not gods. <laughs> Don't treat us like gods. But what's so interesting in, about this is when this commenter challenged me on this, the first thing I thought about was Acts 12, which is just a few paragraphs before what I quoted. And I think that's intentional. This is a juxtaposition. So here, here's, here's what Acts 12 says. Ready? Talking about King Herod. Now Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, so they came to him with one accord, and having persuaded Blasus, the king's chamberlain, they asked for peace because their country depended on the king's country for food. On an appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting, The voice of a god and not of a man. Immediately, an angel of the Lord struck him down because he did not give God the glory. And he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. So you see, the people um, were saying, you know, they, they, look, they, they, the king was doing a nice thing for them. They needed him, you know, they needed him for food. And so as he's delivering this oration, which I'm sure was very nice, <laughs> I'm sure, uh, Herod strikes me as a, as a kind of like a Trump type character. He probably has as much eloquence as Trump does. Uh, so he's given this oration and the people start saying, the voice of a God, the voice of a God and not of a man. And because Herod doesn't give God the glory, because G Herod doesn't put the kibosh on that and say, no, 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 I'm not a God, I'm just a man, God strikes him down. He kills him for that. It's a serious, serious thing. And then, so that's Acts 12. And then two, par two uh, cha chapters later, we see very similar thing happening to Paul and Barnabas. And Paul and Barnabas, because they're believers, because they're regenerate, they say, no, 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 we're not gods. Do not worship us. We are just people just like you. And they give God the glory. 
Do you see? Do you see the difference? It's, this is probably an intent. I, look, I haven't studied this, but it strikes me that these two very similar circumstances with very different reactions are being juxtaposed by the Book of Acts. So, you know, Luke wrote the Book of Acts, so he's juxtaposing this. This is what a, an unregenerate leader looks like, and this is what the apostles look like in under in, under very similar circumstances. One doesn't give God the glory; the other gives God the glory, and so, you know. God strikes him dead. So let's just be candid. If God strikes someone dead for something, there's a good chance he takes it very seriously. And so I should not have made light of Trump's retweet. Then that was I was wrong about that, and I'm sorry. I shouldn't I'm going to leave the video up just for for posterity, but I was wrong. I should not have made light of that, and I'm sorry. Now, what I will say though is that I think a lot of the outrage about it, especially from the liberal side, is manufactured because, you know, anything Trump does, they're going to criticize and they don't really care about giving God the glory in other circumstances. You know, someone could have said the same exact thing about uh, uh, Barack Obama and they wouldn't have said word one because they love Barack Obama and they think maybe he is kind of like the second coming. Uh, hold on one second here. Ugh. Got Just got a, just got a, uh, what's it called? A uh, spam call. <laughs> anyway. In fact, I saw, uh, I think I saw Gary DeMar post a bunch of things about Obama where they were saying he's the second coming and, and, and he's a god. And you know, there's one where he's like the, the god Vishnu. And you know, nobody says anything about that stuff. Though. But So I think a lot of the outrage is manufactured. That being said, just because the outrage is manufactured does not give me the right to not say something as serious when it is. I don't expect Trump to act like a Christian, but that being said, it's still a very serious thing. It's still a very serious thing, and God takes it seriously. So that that kind of juxtaposition in the book of Acts between Acts chapter 12 and Acts chapter 14, I think is very interesting. And so to the commenter who challenged me on that, um, I thank you. I appreciate that very much so. I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. Don't get used to it. <laughs> All right. All right. There's one other thing I wanted to talk about today. So I made a video yesterday on August 28th, year of our Lord, 2019 about J.D. Greer's comments um, regarding homosexuality, which I, 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 I'm probably going to make a video going through it a little bit more in depth because the article, I, I said that the article wasn't totally terrible, and it isn't. It's not totally terrible, but there were a lot more problems than just the, one, the two that I pointed out in my video yesterday. And the video I put out yesterday was not intended to be a treatise on it. It was not intended to be um, very long or anything like that. What I wanted it to be is just kind of like, uh, you know, kind of a joke, and uh, there's, there might be some memeable stuff in there. But the reality is this is a very serious thing. So one of the things he said, and one of the things that I, I, I couldn't believe, and I was just kind of at a, at a loss for words for, he said, he wants to be very clear about something. In fact, let me just read it to you. This is in J.D. Greer's article that's posted on his own webpage, and it's titled, Three Ways We Go Wrong When Discussing Homosexuality. And the third thing is this. He says, let me say something very clearly. Homosexuality does not send you to hell. I know that because being heterosexual doesn't send you to heaven. Now, in my video, <laughs> in my video, I, you know, I, 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 I kind of was speechless. I, I mean, I, I, you know, my, I gave you my exact reaction, just kind of like didn't even know what to say. But this is really, really really stupid thing to say. It's a very stupid thing to say. And I, and I, one of the things I said in my video is that like, does this work with any other sin? Like 
uh, pedophilia doesn't send you to hell because not doing pedophilia doesn't send you to heaven. Killing doesn't send you to hell because not killing doesn't send you to heaven. You know, like, like, like it doesn't work with any other sin. So why is he saying it with this one, right? That's, that's the question. This is like the special sin that you have to say all kinds of nice things about. You know, and so that's the question, right? But, but the thing is, and, and I said that this logic is, 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 doesn't make sense at all. In fact, I said it's sophistry at the, of the highest order, and that's definitely true. This is sophistry. This argument makes no sense. This logic is not logical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I've heard a lot of people say that J.D. Greer got this. This is almost a direct quote from Tim Keller. That's not surprising because Tim Keller is known for these kind of pithy-sounding things that really aren't true, <laughs> and this one isn't true either. And you know how I know it's not true? Because the thing is, he's trying to say that you can't earn your way to heaven through being good, and therefore the bad things that you do don't send you to hell. And what he wants to say is, it's your refusal to let Jesus be Lord of your life. That's the thing that sends you to hell, not the bad things you do. The problem is, though, that this is a direct contradiction of Paul the Apostle. Paul the Apostle does not agree with this. And it's actually in a very commonly cited verse, a verse that you've probably memorized because it's an important verse. It's pithy. It's correct. It's like a Tim Kellerism except completely and totally authoritative because it comes from the scripture. Okay? Here's what Paul says about this. This is, this is Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Probably a lot of you could quote this with me. Ready? For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let me repeat that, because again, you probably have this memorized. You probably have this memorized even without trying to have it memorized. Ready? Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, this is two things being juxtaposed. There's a lot of juxtaposition in this episode today, right? We've got the wages of sin and the free gift of God. They're different. They're different. They're very different. And they're applied to you in different ways. You see, what is a wage, right? When you work, when you go to work, what is a wage? Well, you, before, you, before you work for somebody, you agree as to what you're going to be paid for that work. Right. And so if I say, hey, look, I'm going to go mow your lawn and, you know, you give me ten dollars, I'll mow your lawn. OK. And we agree. We shake hands. All right. So I mow your lawn and then I come up to you and say, OK, great. I mowed your lawn. And you say, OK, let me give you your wage. What is that wage? That's not a gift. I've earned that. That's now my money. So if I've mowed your lawn and you say, yeah, I'm going to give you five dollars. Well, you're stealing from me now. That's, that's what I'm due. I've earned that. I'm due that $10 because we agreed I would mow your lawn and you would give me $10. That was a free exchange that we agreed to. We shook hands. That was a contract. And so now what I've um, owed, that's my wage. I've earned it. It's my due. I'm, I, I, I've, I've, I've earned my way into that $10. And so what does the Bible say here about sin? What are the wages of sin? What have you earned because of your sin? You've earned death. All of us have earned death because of our sin. No one is exempted. Homosexuals have earned death 
because of their sin. Not just their homosexuality, but also their homosexuality. Because you can, and everybody does, earn your way to hell. You can earn your death. Everybody does this, except for Christ. So the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. We can't earn a free gift. A gift is a gift, and by definition, you don't earn a gift, especially a free gift. You see, the Bible is very clear about these things. A gift gift, I've heard people say. It's a gift gift. You can't earn that. I can earn 10 bucks from mowing your lawn, but I can't earn you giving me a gift out of the goodness of your heart. You do that because you want to do that. See, my kids can earn their allowance, but they cannot earn something that I give them willingly and for free, a free gift. They can't earn that. That's, the, that, that's, not, the, that's not the definition of, of a gift. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if I say to my son, hey, you can buy this uh, Kyle Bush car, you know, that's, that's, one, that's one thing he's earned recently. I said, look, you do a couple chores, you know, and we'll talk about which ones they are, and I will get, give you a Kyle Bush uh, Hot Wheels. That's what he wanted, a Kyle Busch Hot Wheels. And so when he did those chores and he got that Kyle Busch Hot Wheels, that was his wage. That was not a gift. That was his wage. But, you know, every now and then I'll go to the store. I'll see a monster truck that I'm like, man, AJ would love that. I bring it home for him. And that's a gift. That's not his wage. He didn't earn that. And so for J.D. Greer to say and Tim Keller to say, let me say something very clearly. Homosexuality does not send you to hell. Let me say something very clearly to you, J.D. Greer. You're wrong. Because the wages of sin is death. And what is hell but eternal death? The wages of sin is death, so you can earn your way to hell. Homosexuality does send you to hell. Pedophilia does send you to hell. Murder does does send you to hell. Lying, gluttony, adultery, uh, these kinds of things, man-stealing, rape, these things do send you to hell. And so not only is this badge logic, but it's actually against what the Bible says. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, and therefore homosexuality does clearly send you to hell. And it doesn't matter that heterosexuality doesn't send you to heaven because heaven is a free gift. We don't have to earn our way to heaven. Christ earned our way to heaven, and he gave it to his people as a gift, a free gift, a gift gift. And so not only is this illogical, not only is it sophistry, it's not the biblical gospel. Let's not confuse these things. This is a serious confusion here. And the question is, if you asked him about what, how do you get to heaven, he would have the right answer most likely. Tim Keller, same thing. He would have the right answer most likely. So why are they confused here? And, and, and furthermore, the question I have is, why are they confused here with this particular sin when they wouldn't have this confusion with any other sin? Because they would never write pedophilia doesn't send you to heaven or to hell because I know this because not pedophilia doesn't send you to heaven. They wouldn't write that. Cheating on your wife wouldn't send you to hell because being faithful to your wife doesn't get you to heaven. They would never write that. So what is the purpose for doing it with this special sin? 
And I think that, you know, I'll let, I don't know the answer to that. I'll let you guys determine why you think that, that J.D. Greer and Tim Keller are willing to do this with this particular sin in this particular cultural moment at this particular point in history. And it's not a good thing, man. It's not a good thing. And so I want you to watch out for this because these kinds of like little pithy comments, people call them Kellerisms, they're dangerous to, thre- to, to, to spread, guys. They're dangerous because it gives you the appearance of evil. It gives you the appearance of evil. People can read this. Homosexuality doesn't send you to hell. J.D. Greer told me. And they can run with it. They can run with it. And what's sad about this is he says, let me be clear. J.D., this isn't clear. And if it is, then you've got some serious problems. This is the president of the Southern Baptist Convention. Paul contradicts you. Let me say that clearly. Paul contradicts you. The wages of sin is death. But the free gift is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Anyway, I hope this was helpful. God bless. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Thank you.